What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Afro Latinos. It's your boy, Alvin. And Chandler. And we're back. Uh, this has been an interesting week, Cheney. Uh, uh, this week, we elected a new, uh, we didn't elect, but a, a new president, president was inaugurated. Um, congratulations to uh, President Joe Biden on taking Mr. office. Um, and listen, the inauguration was full of uh, of a lot of things. I'm not going to hold you. I was nervous for this inauguration. After the, uh, what's the word people are calling it? Insurrection uh, that happened at the Capitol. I was like, this man, so remember two weeks ago when they stormed the Capitol? Oh yeah, but I just yeah. They people been called the insurrection. It's basically just like you know, a coup, if you will. Uh, <laughs> that is spelled C O U P. That is correct. That that's correct. It's French. Uh, after that, I was like, this inauguration. They might as well be like us in here in Zoom, uh, doing a doing a Zoom inauguration because this man's not <laughs> safe. Like these people can't get their lives together enough to like run a safe and secure uh and i'm seeing like uh national guard members that were dismissed from service because of like posts and stuff that they people were like posting stuff like super right wing like uh crazy out there stuff and so national or national guard people who were supposed to be working security for like the inauguration they were getting dismissed and i'm like bro joe biden is not safe like he, there's nothing that they can do that will stop him not. from becoming president. But like this man is not safe. So I they was had just and, and backing him up. The one, the only uh, hero that stopped everybody in that capital. And he got, he got a. I saw a picture. He went from that to being right behind like the president. Like, right. it's it's <laughs> just it is just absolutely crazy. But listen, it brought us. A, a safe time. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, there were no attempts that we know of on this man's life. You know, everything seemed to go smoothly. I'm listen. President Barack Obama was looking pretty smooth. Out. Did you see him? Did you watch any of the inauguration? I, mean, I, I didn't that. I mean, it was on because Ruby put it on, yeah. but I didn't pay attention. But I have That's, seen that like, is a cold brother right there. Man. I I just want to like, I just want to eat dinner with him one time. You know, like you, you heard those discussions, like, you know, if you could eat dinner with one celebrity or one person from history, like who would it be like that? The way he talks, he's just so smooth. I just want to sit back and just listen to him talk. Give me 10 minutes. Of, President Barack Obama, if you're watching, just give me 10 minutes of your time. Doubt you know it. What I'm saying? Highly Ten, doubt it. Hey, you know, you never know. You know? <laughs> no damn president. <laughs> I gotta yeah. shoot my shot just in case, bro. You got ten minutes of your time. President I mean, there might be somebody who knows him. There you might know be somebody watching. You never know who's him. watching. You never know. Uh, <laughs> so he was looking like a smooth brother, Michelle Obama. That she was working Style. that outfit, but her. Listen, the first first ladies, and now the the. I, I guess she's not the first lady. What do they call it? the second the second lady? The vice president, I, I don't know. Her husband is the second gentleman. So I was trying to figure out how it worked. But Kamala Harris, her outfit was fire. She was in this little purple joint. Her outfit was fire. Michelle Obama, her outfit was fire. Joe Biden with the little turquoise thing on. Her outfit was fire. They came to play, bro. I was they like, like, like the Jonas, bro. I know you've seen that. 
<laughs> I, did, I did see that. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, what awesome. Uh, they wore the exact same colors, too. Like. But, but you know what's crazy? What's so funny is that all the things, like, everybody, for the most part, most of us were excited for this inauguration. You know, we don't have to split hairs about why. Um, but a lot I, of I know us what. were a lot of us were excited for this inauguration to take place. Um, but what's the funniest thing I, I think is that the inauguration of Joe Biden was literally the least important thing that happened that day. Because everyone is talking about the three women and how amazing they looked. And if I see one more of these freaking Bernie Sanders memes, bro, <laughs> he's like, where's Waldo? It's like those old where's Waldo books is now where's Bernie Sanders? Because people are putting this man. I've seen, I've seen him, him sitting with his little mittens, crossed hands with the mittens on and the coat. He was at the Last Supper with Jesus and the disciples. This oh, man was man. watching courtside of the Lakers game. This man was like, <laughs> this everywhere. And I was like, bro. How, if if he was this popular, he should have been the president. I mean, Somebody, I saw well, popularity. That's the only. That's you know, you know popular vote doesn't matter yeah. because apparently that didn't work no. out too well for us in the last four years. Well, but you know, hey, it is what it, it is. Happen you know, what I'm previously, you know, he no no study about celebrity, but it, no nothing. You know what? Not a big deal. Not a big deal. We'll just move on. Uh, so so what's crazy <laughs> is that like. He got so much popularity, Bernie, speaking of Bernie Sanders, he got so much popularity. I saw on Twitter, like he needed this campaign to have come out when he was actually running for president because he might be the president now. But it's just like, how is it possible that this big event that everyone is waiting for and that's the most important part that everyone remembers? It reminds me of the um, Mike Tyson fight from a couple months ago. So everyone was looking forward to Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. And that was like the biggest talked about thing. Everybody was super excited to see it. Oh, but the most important part of the night was not that fight rock. because it ended in the draw, even though uh, uh, Mike Tyson clearly won the fight. For anyone that was watching, you should agree with me. Mike Tyson clearly won the fight. He uh, did. He was rocking, man. He was. But... He, I mean, Roy Jones Jr., the thing about that fight is he threw a lot of punches, but he was not connecting like Mike Tyson was. This dude was getting rocked, and I'm, Mike Tyson I'm was you couldn't pay me enough to get hit by Mike move. Tyson. Yeah, you you couldn't hit me enough to get hit. He said, pay me enough to he get said, hit so what you doing? No way. So what you do it again? Yeah, we'll do it again. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> don't don't. He said, don't ask me that. Uh, but but. So everyone was all talking about that and everyone was looking forward to the inauguration, but the most talked about portion again was a meme. Nate Robinson getting knocked out by was it Logan or Jake? It was Jake. I don't remember which by Jake. It literally as soon as it happened, maybe not even 10 Twitter minutes after memes. It was everyone. a blaze. I we stayed up that night until like 1:30 in the morning, Same, cracking the up at all oh. of the memes, just sending them to each other. But that's the exact same thing that happened with the inauguration. We were all looking forward to it, or most of us were looking forward to the inauguration taking place. And afterwards, not not longer than 10 minutes after the whole event, somebody got a hold of this picture of Bernie Sanders looking all nice and snuggled up for the cold, and he was everywhere. And now that's all I, you can I see. I just want to mention really quick, 
I just got deja vu. Pretty crazy. But that just, you know, For what? off topic. I, I don't know. It's just being oh, in a podcast. Like, feel like we've been doing this podcast before. Like, no. Well, and also, we've, well, I think we did talk about, I, I think we have talked about the Mike Tyson fight a little bit too. So, it, you know, it, it, all, it, it was the lights. I've never had these lights. It, oh, it, that was oh, the, oh. that was the day that I was like, maybe. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But just <laughs> pretty, I'm pretty sure I had a dream about it last night. Came true. Psychic. Interesting. But anyway. One uh, of the things about Bernie Sanders was uh, I saw a, t- a tweet that said, he looked like he had places to be. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop by Joe's little quick, you know what I'm saying? Little quick thing, and I'm, I'm gonna be on my way. That's what he looked like. <laughs> this dude just looks so. And and I saw another. It's funny. I saw a lot of memes about Bernie Sanders, and not a lot of memes about anything else. But there was one where he came in in his coat, and he had that little file, that little um, like Manila envelope in his arm, and he had it tucked in his side. Yeah, yeah. But he was. He, uh... he didn't look happy, and there were memes that were like. Um, uh, Bernie Sanders looks like every teacher on their way to a faculty meeting that they know has nothing to do with them. <laughs> or like this Bernie Sanders, it was all teacher memes. He was like, Bernie Sanders looks like a uh, oh, teacher. I who's wonder hoping- why you get him. <laughs> I know, right? He said, Bernie Sanders looks like a teacher who's hoping to get some work done in the faculty meeting. Or <laughs> just like, he's just that stopping at Joe's and I'm just getting some work done. Like, I got stuff to do, but I got to be here for my boys. So. You know, I gotta be there for the homie. You know, respect to the homie. <laughs> but I just gotta. This this whole election season has just been a nightmare. I'm glad it's over. And th- even the inauguration is kind of weird. You know, Vice President, former Vice President um, Mike Pence and his wife were there, and that's great. Former President Trump it was not in attendance at the inauguration, which I kind of think was a good thing, just because I feel like had he been there it would have been some drama or he would have tried to do so i don't know i just don't i don't believe I have, in his uh, character enough to like have faith that he would be able to be sensible there so that's a fact, that's a fact. I, I i i'm not you know i'm throwing a little shots so if anybody gets hurt apologize but uh we have biden as a president now but you're not gonna see us wearing any biden merch or anything like any weirdos well not this, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, sometimes it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was weird, even though I don't trust that former President Trump um, would have been sensible had he been at the inauguration. He's only the third president in history to not attend a an inauguration. Or, no, it is either he's the third or the fourth. But the last time that it was done was like 18, like the 1800s. Jesus. And like since then, every outgoing president has attended the inauguration. They should. He does. They should. I mean, you I, think, you like, think, do you think that President Barack Obama really wanted to give up his seat to Trump? Like, let's just be real. That's true. And like, he was there. I'm and sorry, there. President President Trump. I'm, I'm going to keep it official, you know, but he was yeah. still there. Listen, listen, you know what I'm saying? I, you, you know, uh, y'all know how I feel. He's not president no more. I, but we still address them as president. I know, president, I, you know. president Trump. President Trump. Um, you mean that, no, you mean that guy that was in the... In the that old uh, head, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, That guy that was in the uh, Home Alone movie, the second Yeah, movie? that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he is. was in Home Alone yeah. 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 in New York. But anyway... Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's just weird. I just I just find it funny that like that's the most important part and like that's what people remember the most is like not the actual event that happened, but you know, the aftermath. Um 
we're getting canceled. Well, just I just, we're, we're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're but, not. We're not. We're not saying anything too bad yet. Not, just, so, in fact, to keep us from from moving from uh, uh, from getting canceled, let's just move on to the next topic. All right, we're just gonna just gonna transition a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so last night I was watching. Um, you know, one of my favorite online, um, I don't know what you call them. Um, he's an, he's a comedian, but they're, what are they called? Social, social media influencers, I guess you would call them. Oh, right. um, one of my favorite influencers uh, is Kev on stage. I think you know this already. Um, yeah. And over the quarantine, Kev has been, um, he created this uh, a stand-up comedy show. So a lot of the clubs and stuff that that uh, comedians will be doing have been closed. And so he started, it's called Keep Your Distance Comedy, where he hosts, he's the host of the the show and they go outside, they're somewhere in California with, uh, you know, it's a small little audience and they just have standard comedians come on and they um, do the little set and it's whatever. It's great, fantastic comedians, some of the best I've ever seen. They are hilarious. And so I wanted to talk about today um, who are your favorite? Well, first of all, what are your opinions on stand-up comedy as a genre of comedy? Because um, a lot of people are like, I, I think there's this big discussion online between like an internet comedian and like a stand-up comedian because a lot of people feel like like Jason Banks, who's really popular on TikTok, he's Funny. one of our favorite TikTokers. Hilarious. He's a stand-up comedian. But because of COVID, like he had to switch it up and he's now doing more, you know, the TikTok comedy. I think he's still doing some shows and stuff in stand-up. But there's a lot of people who feel like if you're an internet comedian, you're not a real stand-up comedian. Like people who have had to do it like the hard way, like, you know, like an Eddie Murphy, you know, he he, he originally was stand-up, you know, like Dave Chappelle stand-up and then had all of their things. But, you know, so there's just interesting discussion between the two so what are your feelings first about stand-up comedy i like stand-up comedy i mean i i don't know why or if people have those like oh it's i don't like it and stuff like that because i think stand-up comedy is i think it's really entertaining like it's genuinely like unless it's like a and it's rare but like, there's some shows that aren't just that just aren't like that funny yeah. and funny than yeah. others. Yeah. But like, I still like kind of enjoy it. Like, I'll watch a couple of uh, of standups on Netflix that, that I've never seen before. But there's like, oh, yeah. okay, I'll just give it a watch. But I like it. I mean, I I don't know if I would ever go to one. Oh, uh, but I'm, I'll probably watch on TV. They're great in person. It's like a, it's a weird. I, you know, you're and you're right because so I love I love stand up. Like I don't I think you know I don't watch a lot of movies. I prefer TV, but more so than anything, I love I love to laugh. So like I love stand up comedy because almost always I am cracking up at whomever I'm listening to, and usually I'm only watching my favorites. But every once in a while, I'll, I'll discover someone new, and it it just the funniest thing in the world to me. I love the art of stand-up comedy because it's it is different than doing comedy like online, and it is different than just you know a lot of people think that stand-up comedy is something easy and anyone could do it. Like these people are trained professionals. Like you can't just get up and like me talking about my day at school is is not going to be funny, at least 
because it's just not, you know, it's a delivery to it. There's a whole rhythm to it and it is an art. Um, but I, I love watching stand up and it's one of my favorite things to do. And um, so I was watching this, the Keeper Distance comedy last night and there is a particular comedian who uh, I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but every single time I have watched his comedy, I have cried laughing every single, no matter how many, and I've watched, I sent it to you, I texted to you earlier. I've watched that spe- that special probably 15 times. And every single time that I watch it, there's a certain portion that I just, I don't need to see the whole thing. There's a certain portion of it that I will watch on repeat and cry every single time that I watch it. It's that funny to me, even though I've seen it a million times. Um, but I've actually, I've actually been to a couple, now that I think about it, I've been to a couple stand-up comedy shows. Um, I saw... I saw um, Kev on stage and to hear more and Tony Baker. I saw them perform in Philadelphia a couple of years ago. That was great. Um, I actually saw Kevin Hart um, two years ago for my birthday. He was coming to Wilkes-Barre, um, Pennsylvania. And uh, my family got me tickets for my birthday because that's how much I love stand-up. I just wanted to go see him. So I actually saw Kevin Hart um just as hilarious in person by the way as he is on uh on the recordings um and i saw um trevor noah i saw trevor noah i think last year or two years ago my family went to see him he was in hershey so i've seen a couple stand-up comments and it's just it is just a great time it's like a concert but instead of music you're just there to laugh and it's it's a great time it is a it is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, so what I want to talk about um, is who are some of your favorite stand-up comedians? It could be your favorite uh, stand-up specials, if like you have one in mind, like the name of one, or, um, you know, it could be old comedians, it could be newer comedians, but give me like your top three, top five stand-up comedians. Um, uh, I don't remember a lot that I've seen. I do, mm-hmm. I, I obviously, I'll, I'll always remember any Kevin Hart one that I've seen for some reason, because it's like, it's so funny, and then like, you can, you can talk to somebody else who's seen it, mm-hmm. repeat it, and it still be as funny as I, as like, when you saw it, and whatever. <laughs> remember the one, Remember the one that he's talking about? He's talking about his dad, or is his dad or his grandpa? And he's saying, "Somebody, hey, hey, somebody, come, somebody, come look at this. It is a cat drinking out the bowl. Get, get out the bowl." <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Just standing there staring." Or when he's talking about, um, when he's talking about Shaq, when he's, I think it was his first or second stand-up special. Was it was um, when he felt when he like oh falls and he talks about Shaq falling is the slow he's like, oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> yeah <Yo. laughs> oh my god I love Kevin Hart he's so funny I like um, it. question before before we go on real quick do you prefer Kevin Hart's stand up or his acting which do you prefer because i can tell you i 
love him as a stand-up comedian. So, I did not. Yeah. I, I started his last um, comedy special, the one that he did from his house. Which, by the way, how the heck you do a stand-up comedy special from your house? This this man's house has got to be huge. Like, it's it's disrespectful. Hey. It, it, that's not okay. It, that's not okay. Crazy. I actually fell asleep so during funny. it, but it was because I was watching really late at night, and I fall asleep. To, I actually like you know how people listen to music and stuff to fall asleep. I actually listen to stand-up yeah. comedy when I sleep. I don't listen to music. Um, so I, I fell asleep watching it, so I didn't go back and finish it. But um, but anyway, I, I, I prefer his stand-up to his acting. I think acting-wise, he plays the same character. And it's basically just himself, except for in the movie he did with Brian Cranston. Um, uh, the... Um... The one where he was like the home care guy. He was like the he yeah, was a yeah, scammer. Yeah, yeah. Art, I, that I movie yeah. was probably the only one that he didn't play Kevin Hart the mm-hmm. entire movie. Um, so that was the one that I give him credit for. But everything else, like him in Ride Along and him with the with that with Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, like I wasn't impressed by his Central acting ability. I don't think that's the one. Central Intelligence, yeah, I I, I really like that. And like Jumanji, I th- I think it's so funny. See, I don't. I think the acting. And, and it's I, like, like, I know he's not like a classically trained actor, so yeah, he's not acting yeah. to be an actor. He's acting as a comedian, but I, I don't know. I think I, I think it's probably because I love the art of stand-up comedy more than anything that I prefer mm-hmm. watching him do stand-up. When it comes than, to than when it comes to something being funny in comedy, yeah. you now yeah. I will tell you his funniest movie to me is Get Hard. And I think I talked about this a couple episodes ago. I've seen it. Oh, like but you don't like Will Ferrell. Um, that is probably to me his funniest movie that he's been in. I really liked Ride Along One. I thought that was kind of funny too. But his funniest movie to me that he's been an actor in has got to be Get Hard. Oh my God, that movie's so funny. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. I, I think obviously he's not like you said. He's not a trained actor or anything. Um, yeah. so. Which one would I rather? I think it depends. Cause like, I'll say if I watch a comedy movie, the Kevin Hart type of movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would be my go-to. That's the I kind agree. of comedy I I, I prefer in movies. Absolutely. Like it doesn't even have to be the best actor ever, but like he's mm-hmm. good enough to like land the joke and it just be funny. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of like if it comes from a different actor, but if mm-hmm. it's like that. I don't think it's automatically funny. For movies, that'll be like my kind, my favorite. Right. For stand up, um, I love his stand up. I don't, I, I tried to watch Dave Chappelle and I know he's like a huge, like, it's fucking Dave Chappelle. It's Dave Chappelle. But I, <laughs> I just go, kids. <laughs> but for Jose, like Grillo, you guys know as Jose, um, he loves Dave Chappelle. Like he loves his skits and stuff. Like and I think his skits are kind of funny. His skits are funny. The there, Chappelle there, show is hilarious. Yeah, there was some uh, that I do like genuinely enjoyed. He says there's like Kim Peel before Kim Peel was Kim Peel. Basically, and I see it, and it was it was great. He's not like my favorite, but he's not bad. I, I agree. I wouldn't put him as one of my top stand-ups in terms of what I like. Um, but I, I'd like him 
as a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So back to Kevin Hart real quick before you continue your list of favorites. Um, if you were in the mood to laugh, would you prefer watching one of his stand-up specials or would you prefer to watch one of his movies? Because for me, I'm immediately going to stand up. Stand up, I, yeah. <clears throat> I think if I wanted to laugh, I would watch one of his stand-ups because his movies like make me laugh. But yeah. that would be like, if I want to watch a movie that's going to make me laugh, I would watch sure. his movies. But if I want to watch something that's like, going to make me laugh, I would probably watch a stand-up. Oh, that's fair. Uh, all right, keep going with your list, your favorites. I'll put Kevin Hart at one because... This is just like my favorite. It seems mainstream, but it's like I don't mm-hmm. care. It's like Drake being my favorite artist mm-hmm. because you know. Um, but I say him one. I probably put. I want to put Trevor like top three for me. Trevor. Uh, Trevor Noah. Oh, Trevor Noah. Okay. Yeah. Just I, I haven't seen that many. He only has two. I think he only has two specials. Yeah, and he has like that, like show, whatever that. His da- the Daily Show, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I haven't seen a lot of a lot of stand up shows, but I've seen like a good amount to be like, okay, like, I got like him, whatever. Um, from the off the top of my head, I don't remember a lot, but. I, I mean, I kind of like John Mulaney. I don't know if I put him top. Oh, three. I like John Mulaney a lot. I think he's hilarious. Hope he's doing well. Get better soon, John. Hope he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd probably put him top three to be honest, because I've seen like you know, like I found this this guy on Netflix. Uh, because ha- on the Netflix app on your phone, they have like yeah. this little thing where it's like quick laughs which is basically mm-hmm. like a tiktok type thing for mm-hmm. netflix and he came up so i was like oh this part's funny so i'm gonna watch him like he was cool though and like i've never seen chris tucker's live or chris tucker's show I just, i've seen like parts of like him talking about michael jackson and stuff like that mm-hmm. um have you ever seen any of the classic like so when i say classic like a lot of people consider Eddie Murphy to be a classic yeah, comedian. Like, have you seen yeah. like Richard Pryor's uh, by a lot of people is like the gold standard of comedy as a stand-up comedian? I've heard that. Um, yes, I've never seen. Have Eddie you have Richard you ever Pryor. watched Eddie Murphy's Raw or Delirious? Both very funny. Both very very funny. I, I like. I enjoyed them a lot. Um, or like any of the original kings of comedy, uh, Steve Harvey is one of them. Steve Harvey is actually a really funny stand-up comedian. Um, when he was, when he was first coming up before he had a, before and or during the time that he had a TV show, um, like the, the Steve Harvey show, which was a sitcom on TV. Um, he was with, it was him, Cedric, the entertainer. Oh, I, I like Cedric. Think D.L. Hewley. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but D.L. Hewley and Bernie Mac. Now, you want to talk about someone who can make you laugh. 
Bernie Mac is one of my all-time favorite comedians. He is—he has this one joke that I cannot repeat, and it would have absolutely gotten him canceled in today's culture. Uh, oh, but Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac is one of the funniest comedians that I have ever watched in my life. And I'm talking crying, laughing. I mean, just a great time. The Bernie Mac show, which was a sitcom also, another fantastic show. I, I love Bernie Mac. Um, so those are the original Kings of Comedy. So I, I enjoy all of them. Also, um, let's see, Kevin Hart, of course, his first like four specials, it was nonstop hilarity. I mean, you cannot miss. And like you said earlier, like that's one of the, he's one of those people that like, you've heard the joke 65 times and every mm-hmm. time you hear it, it's still funny. No matter, and no, it's really no matter who tells it. You don't even have to tell the joke well because you then remember like, oh, I remember how Kevin Hart told that joke and that made me laugh. Um, so that is uh, some, of, some of my favorites. Who else do I consider some of my favorite stand-up comedians? I've seen like, um, like Gabriel. Gabriel Iglesias? Yeah, I've seen like him. I, I've, and I've seen, seen his stand-ups. I'm not a, I, um, I like yeah. him, but I'm not a huge fan That's of That's why stand-up. I say what I say. I've um, seen not many, but I've seen. I've them. seen so, but I've, I've watched so many specials um, because I just love everything about stand up that it, it's hard for me to pick my favorites. Um, I really like John Mulaney. I really like Jim Gaffigan. Have you ever seen Jim Gaffigan stand up? He's really funny too. He's kind of like this weird, like odd stand up comedy type of guy. He's got this weird like voice. I, uh, it's it's he's funny. He's funny. Um, don't cancel me for this. I'm talking about the stand-up ability. Bill Cosby. Oh my God. <laughs> when he was younger, before the Cosby show, was a stand-up comedian. And he has one of my favorite stand-up comedy specials ever. Um he, it's called Bill Cosby himself. That's the name of the, the special. One of the funniest, one of the funniest comedy specials ever. I do not endorse the man as a person, simply as a comedian. And the, it, he has this one, this one joke where he is talking about his kids and how much kids suck, and and he's talking about um, how his his kids will turn on him against his wife when he, well when they, they were young, and he's like, you know, I, I won't tell the joke because I'll do it a disservice, but. Check out Bill Cosby himself if you want to see the joke. It's really funny. Whole special is really funny. Um, again, do not endorse him as a person, but his stand-up comedy is very funny. Um, who else are some of my favorites that I enjoy? Um, I'm looking at a list, and like, and number one is Richard Pryor. See, I don't think I've ever seen. Oh, I've seen uh, Russell Peters. He's like kind of funny. I like him actually. I like him a lot. And you know who else I? I kind of liked um, Aziz Ansari. Again, don't endorse him as a person necessarily because of his actions, but I did enjoy his stand-up. Um, <laughs> she already started you, Jane? No, um, she, I, I, she needs my help to like play oh. her song from the thing. That should be a, like, we have time. That should be a five if we get done before. That's all right. Well, I, I won't. I won't take too much of your time. I just want to get through a couple more opinions, and then we'll do our two segments, and then we'll get up out of here. Yeah, um, opinions are pretty. Uh, Aziz Ansari, not a great person, 
necessarily he's done some some not so great stuff but i like him as a comedian um richard Pryor. i don't know this guy louis ck again do not enjoy him as a person i do not endorse his actions it's so unfortunate i have to say that because some of these comedians are really Louis really funny he's top five on this list i see that i'm looking at the rolling stones list i'm looking at it too stand up his stand-up comedy is hilarious but again he has had some suspect actions in his life and done some things that aren't great so don't endorse him as a person but his stand-up comedy is kind of funny um chris rock chris rock they have his number five jerry seinfeld's number seven mm-hmm. i like i like jerry seinfeld he's so I've dry you know if you want to see what what he's like as a stand-up comedian um, he had a show on Netflix for a little while called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Um, and it, it's literally, he just like rents a fancy, super fancy, like special edition car and he'll pick up different comedians and they'll just talk and they'll just go on the drive and talk and laugh together, talk about comedy. It's actually very interesting. And it made me appreciate him even more. I mean, I like, I really like the show Seinfeld, um, so for me, it's an easy transition to watch that. But um, if you want to kind of get to know his style of comedy, that's kind of it's kind of how you see it. But um, oh, while we're on the subject of our favorites, who are some of you the comedians that like people in general find hilarious that you cannot stand? A comedian that people find or hilarious. your least favorite comedians i well, can I cannot, tell you I, go ahead yeah uh, i was gonna say i can't say amy schumer because nobody likes her i, can. I despise her. a lot of people like amy schumer and i cannot stand her there's no She's way she not, has three there's no way oh. she has three stand-up specials on netflix and was the lead of uh, several movies over the last couple of years and her not be popular with somebody but i do not understand why people find her funny because i find her utterly ridiculous and awful as a comedian she's terrible like she it, she's it's, awful. it's terrible that's one i don't know if there's agreed. any others agreed i can't think of any others that's the first one i popped up I was like amy schumer like, it, I, it I is, cannot stand that amy is schumer. the easiest one for me because i also cannot stand her <laughs> um no pun intended um <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> tiffany haddish i'm not a big fan of tiffany haddish but i enjoy her comedy she was very comedy. <laughs> i just looked up a list movies, of the I worst like her movies yeah 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 i just looked up uh, a list of worst stand-up comedians ever guess who's number one on the list i hope it's amy schumer same <laughs> schumer Uh, how do you feel yeah, about how do you feel about Dane Cook as a stand-up comedian? Dane Cook. Dane Cook. If I knew um, who that was, I would probably say. Oh, you don't know who? Then never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, I liked him. I don't know that I would put him on my list of my favorites, but I probably wouldn't put him as my least favorite. <laughs> I have one that I would put on a list. Um, and I I don't know if this is a, any specific kind of person that would tend to like this uh style of comedy but i do not enjoy it uh larry the cable guy not mine 
not my, my style. Not my they favorite. put Jeff Dunham. On. I saw that too. And I I appreciate Jeff Dunham. I like him. You yeah. know, I wouldn't go out of my way necessarily. Like if he if I'm bored and I need something to watch, I would pull on a Jeff Dunham. I'm not necessarily yeah. gonna laugh, like crack up laughing while I'm watching him, but I will yeah. I will I would laugh, like I would chuckle, you know what I mean? Um Yeah. This uh what? I've never heard of Joe. I mean, I've heard of Joe Rogan and I see him this year. Never watched his stuff. Joe Rogan, I've never seen his stand up, but he is super popular. He has a super popular podcast. And like everyone loves the Joe Rogan podcast. I think that's what it's called. Um, You know who's funny, who you might not know was a stand up comedian? Bob Saget. Bob Saget is a funny stand up comedian. Uh, comedian. You know who I'm talking about, right? The the guy who was on. Yeah, Bob. Bob, Yes. He's really funny. Um, H. John Benjamin is an interesting stand-up comedian. Do you know who, who the, the voice of uh, Bob's Burgers and Archer? Have you ever seen any of those shows? I've seen Bob's Burgers. I haven't seen the Archer, lead character Bob's... Bob. His voice is voiced yeah. by H. John Benjamin. He's kind of he has a weird stand-up special. I was kind of looking forward to it because I thought he's funny in both of those shows, but the stand-up special is like is like him playing instruments and he's not a musician <laughs> so he's just like playing stuff it's like a jazz album he's like yes this is it. song is called this and then he just plays like the worst music you ever hear um what else you probably be a comedian songwriter who oh me yeah your regular song what was the guy there is a guy who's completely ignored really, it there's a lot of um i'm just ignoring you uh, there's a. <laughs> the, what I like about stand-up comedy too is that there's so much variety in what you can do. So you can have just like classic stand-up comedy, like a Kevin Hart or like a Dave Chappelle, like a John Mulaney, where they're standing up and they're telling jokes. Yeah. But then there's also like you know Jeff Dunham, who's a ventriloquist and does mm-hmm. stand-up comedy. Like that's also I like that. And there's some, and I cannot remember for the life of me what his name was. Uh, Bo, Bo Burnham, Bo, mm, let me see, I think that's his name, yep, Bo Burnham is a stand-up comedian, um, and he, he does a lot of, um, music, like, he plays the piano and does a lot of, like, funny little songs and stuff, and I think, like, Steve Martin, Steve Martin's played, um, I think he played a lot of instruments while he did stand-up, um, I think Robin Williams might have even played it in, played an instrument or two during his lifetime while he did stand up but um but yeah you know I just I just really enjoy stand-up comedy it's always something that I wish like I could try one time just to see if I could I I I actually a couple months ago I was just having some thoughts about uh you know what would it like be like to be a stand-up comedian and what would I if I had like a uh topic to talk about like what would I talk about and I actually came up with one that I thought was kind of funny and it, and I put together a, a hot five you know what I'm saying like a hot little let me get, get me up on stage let me do a quick little five minute routine um and I thought it was kind of funny but I started to tell my family about it and I started to, and then they just started laughing at me but not like at me at the jokes like at me because they thought I was being silly and then I felt insecure and self-conscious about myself and I stopped 
So it's a sad case. Yeah, it is a terrible, terribly sad case. All right. Um, we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to introduce our segment. Uh, come on, son. And then we're going to do our you think you know and get up out of here. So we're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before the break, if you remember, we were talking about stand-up comedy. And I just realized that I completely neglected the entire reason this topic came to my head. So last night, I was watching the newest edition of Keep Your Distance Comedy by Kev on Stage. What are you doing? You and your ADHD, bro. I can't stand you. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about, uh, I was watching the stand-up special and um, the comedian that came on, that he was the final comedian of the night. His name is Arnez J. I don't know. You said you've never heard of him. We talked about this off camera, but he is one of the funniest comedians I've ever heard in my life. Um, and he has a special that used to be on Netflix is now on Amazon. I think it's called racially motivated. And there is a, a 10 minute segment in that episode that I'm not kidding you. I would watch for an entire 24 hour period and I would not stop laughing at the end. Every time I show that special, that segment to someone new, I laugh so hard every time to the point of tears. So last night we were playing in the PlayStation party and I happened to be watching this while we were playing the game. And Chaney got so mad at me that he told me to mute my mic because I was laughing too much and I had nothing to do with what they were doing. Um, but I, I'm literally sitting here playing 2K in tears because he was just nonstop for how, I don't even know how long he was on stage, um, but it was nonstop, just hilarity. So Arnez J goes straight to the top of my list as one of my favorite comedians of all time. And I've only seen one of his specials and then that little set that he did last night, but he is so funny. So check out Arnez J um, if you're interested and check out any one of the standard comedians. Let us know you're some of your favorites. That'd be really cool to hear some of your favorite standard comedians. And you know, if you feel the same way about us that Amy Schumer sucks as a standard comedian. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so now we are going to transition to our next segment. Uh, this is our newest segment titled Come On, Son, where we take a minute to blow off some steam about the things that are heavy on our minds. Um, and I'm going to start with one that I just find hilarious and something I find utterly ridiculous, and I just don't understand it. Brooklyn Nets. What, what are y'all doing? If you heard us on the last episode, we were talking about how unfair it was going to be for the Nets because they just traded for James Harden. So now you have Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving and James Harden all on the same team. But back-to-back -back games, they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers? Like... Cleveland hasn't been good. Let's just be honest. They haven't been good without LeBron in the history of the Cleveland Cavaliers franchise. I mean, before Literally. LeBron, they had a couple of decent years, but you know, since 2003, when LeBron James got drafted, there has not been a good season for the Cavaliers. If LeBron was not in the uniform and in back-to-back -back nights, the biggest three potentially that the world has ever seen is going to lose first game in double overtime like how are you going to double overtime with the Cleveland Cavaliers and then you're going to be, get beat the next literally the next game to them again 
they lost back-to-back games to a terrible team uh, by a combined score of 24 points. Brooklyn Nets, come on, son. Can you imagine? Crazy. Uh, So, Cheney, what's on your mind? What's on my mind? Um, I mean, I guess it's not really, I'm not like complaining about it, but I'm just utterly confused. Uh, WandaVision, the first Marvel series mm-hmm. uh, on Disney Plus ever, but WandaVision is so confusing. I'm so lost every episode. I'm like, like, not to spoil anything, but there was a part where they're, like, speaking and he's, like, realizing. It's like, oh, this was weird. And this was weird, too. I think there's something wrong. The weirdest cut happened, like, if, if like, that part was deleted from the show and, like, mm-hmm. reshot. And then it went to, like, that – it went to, like, before that happened, like, him talking again and then saying a completely different thing. I was like, ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? And on top of that, the Celtics haven't been doing the greatest for not just team. So, <laughs> come on, son. So, so question before we before we go to the next thing. Uh, so that's a hilarious take, and I have yet to watch Wandavision because I don't know how to feel about it. I've just listened to you talk about it, and it's I, listen, listen. It does not entice me and make me want to want to watch it. I'm just gonna be honest. It, it's no no matter how weird it seems right now the trailer it seems very promising that it's gonna get very good eventually it's oh, I'm just sure it will getting to there it's like they start at like 40s 50s or whatever like mm-hmm. stand up not stand up uh stay calm like I love and then the like the next episode is like a decade later kind mm-hmm. of sitcom and then the next episode, another decade later a different sitcom of that no. kind of that decade it's like so, so interesting so what do you think what do you think about the newly uh re- announced uh captain america series i was interested I, I, that, I, that clears up the reason on him coming back as captain america mm. i was they said that i was like i don't know why i'm yeah. interested I, i'm guessing i'm guessing it's a series about him bringing back the stones like he did in the movie. Yeah. That's, pro- I think, Ooh, that's, that's a good, that's probably a good, uh, it's really cool. Cause like he goes back in time and he does all that. And then like, you know, they'll look at the bench and he's old. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that's, I think that's really cool. The fact if that's what it is, that they'll go back and show us what exactly happened when he gave back or put back the stones where they used to be. I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's a, I, I didn't even think about that. I'm trying to figure out like what the heck were were um they gonna do? Like what how are you gonna have a, a Captain America movie or a TV show? Like it doesn't make sense. But now that you said that, because you know he goes in and gets the stones back, but you that's not explained in the movie. So like how does it happen? That that's a good point. Yeah. It's it seems really interesting. I, I didn't think of it like literally. I didn't think of it before. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, damn, that does make sense because I saw the picture. It, and yeah, he has the soul stone, and he's seen mm-hmm. uh, whatever the whatever he's seen. Fuck his face is. Well, Melvin. Yeah. Seems like a great time. <laughs> to switch over to uh, our 
probably, especially my favorite segment of our episode, mm-hmm. which is the You Think You Know. Yeah. Uh, today's edition is called You Think You Know 90s 2000 Sitcom. You can't see much because uh, I do yeah. like my TV. Oh my god, you do. Me <laughs> it's it's fine. We can see, we can find you, we can see you. It's good, it's good. Fuck it, there you go. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the show, I'm gonna explain how this game works. Um, in a moment, I'm gonna be reading 15 descriptions about popular sitcoms from the 90s and the 2000s, and in 30 seconds or less, Auburn has to come up with the name of that show. Um, you think, you know, we only take the first answer that is given. We are trying to see how much Alvin really knows or thinks he knows about the 90s and 2000 sitcoms. You know, I was born in 1996, the last day of 1996, but I have watched a lot of 90s TV. Uh, and so I'm excited. I think I got this. You think so? Uh, hopefully. I'm aiming, I'm aiming for the average 10 for 15. So I'm sure you'll get at least 10, though, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you need me to do the time? The... Yes, I was going to say that, yeah. I'm going to make sure I'm I never run out of time. Go ahead. You're good. Cool. All right. Number one, the continuing misadventures of neurotic New York City stand-up comedian and his equally neurotic New York City friends. Oh, that's that's uh, Seinfeld. That is correct. It is Seinfeld. I was like, what? I was like, who? Who's the that There's not like I'm thinking of all the TV shows, like the Brain Mac show. Like, all, anyway, anyway. <laughs> all right, <laughs> one for one. Starting great. Looking good. Number two, a mockumentary on a group of typical office workers, where the workday consists of ego clashes, inappropriate behavior, and tedium. I mean, the obvious is The Office. That's what I'm going to go with because it's the only thing that makes sense. But what year did right. that come out? Mm-hmm. Are you going by Are you going by the... What it year did The Office come out? It's a 2000 show. Is it... 2005, BB, bro. Like, are you talking about the BBC version or the, the American, the UK version or the US the version? The American. The US came out in 2005. 2005? Yeah. Um... We need to pause really quick because the, the helping will be. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Question number three or description. Um, a woman who moves into an apartment across the hall from two brilliant but socially awkward physicists. Physicists. What year yeah. did this show come out? That's the Big Bang Theory. You don't even need to keep going. That's the Big Bang Theory. That's an easy one. But what year did that come out? I See, that's crazy because The Office feels super, like, maybe it's because I watch it a lot, but, like, The Office feels super familiar, like, super recent. And the Big uh, Bang the first, Theory. Yeah. It was 2007. Oh, my gosh. And it was on until, like, two years ago. Yeah, it'll go. It went up to 2019. So. That's insane. That is insane. It's like 10 years, 12 years of freaking... I don't even like that show that much. I really don't. I'm not impressed by it at all. <laughs> I, I liked it. I, I just like I liked the uh, show. It was kind of funny. Really it was like, kind of, but it was yeah, it's just whatever. Not a big fan. All right. What is it for? Question number four. 
Question number four. Follows the personal and professional lives of six 20 to 30 something year old friends living in Manhattan. Friends. Okay. There you go. Great <laughs> job. You're doing fantastic. Man, I might get a 15 for 15 at this point. If it's going to be this easy. Jeez. It'll be our first perfect score. Maybe, maybe 2005. No, that one I knew was early 2000s. That one's not a question to me. That That's easy. These are question five. Well, friends is friends is nine. It ended in two thousand four. It started in ninety four. I'm sorry. What did you just tell me? <laughs> the last episode of Friends was two thousand and four. Yeah. Did you, did you think it was before or after? After. Like, I, after? Didn't, I didn't think it started in nineteen ninety four. I thought it was at least like two thousand two. To like 2012. <gasps> no. Damn, it's old, old. Like, damn, I it's old. Oh, it's old. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's different. I would have, yeah, uh, my timing. I've just, it's been on reruns all of my life. So I've literally, there's never been a time in my life where I haven't seen friends on the TV. So it just feels like it's been, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, anyway, I got it right. So it doesn't matter. Next question. <laughs> my next question. What is this, five? Yeah. Yes. A widowed broadcaster raises his three daughters with assistance from his rock and roll brother-in-law and his madcap best friend. Read, read that again. A widowed broadcaster raises his three daughters with assistance from his rock and roll brother-in-law and madcap best friend. I think I, I think I know. Have you seen this show before? I have. Do you like it? I do. And that's my time. My guess is, I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to say Frasier. No, Frasier's a therapist. But you Damn. went with Frasier first, so I'm going to take that one. I didn't. It's the only answer you could take. Yeah. You know what my first thought was before you said, before you kept going? My first thought was two and a half men. I don't know mm -hmm. why. I was thinking like widowed, even though he, his wife didn't die. He just, she just left him. But mm -hmm. um, a widowed broadcaster, a newsman, if you may, uh, yeah, with I his know. rock and roll brother in law, Jesse. Madcap best friend Joey, his three daughters, DJ, uh, Full House. That's how they describe Full House. Yep, rock and roll brother in law and madcap best friend oh with three daughters. God, you're so yeah. I by that description, I was never gonna get that. There was no way. Wow, wow, I, was like, I even said. Three daughters. I, I'm trying to think of all the TV shows in my life that has three daughters, and I'm just, it was, my mind went completely blank. I don't, I remember watching Full House as a kid. It was never my favorite thing to watch, so maybe that's why, but it just. Yeah. Number six. 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 Five or right. six. Well, six, there was my perfect five. score. That's tragic. Yep. Yep. Well, 
happens. Spoke too soon. Anyways. <clears throat> Number six. A streetwise poor young man from Philadelphia sent by his mother to live with his aunt, uncle, and cousins in their Bel Air mansion. In West Philadelphia, born and raised this Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> Come on, son. Come on, son. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to the 2000s real quick and do a. I think you know this one. You know what? I think you know this one. Okay. A father recounts to his children through a series of. Great show. You gotta let me finish the sentence. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish the description. Nope. You got it. It's a great. It's a great show. I love that show. Watch. Here's the thing about TV, is if it was on Netflix and it was really popular, I've probably watched it. I've watched every, like the number of full series of TV shows that I've watched on Netflix is probably disgusting. Anyway, I'm sorry for cutting off. I won't do it again. How I met <laughs> That was six, I believe. I, did you know? Yes, that was... Might have been seven, actually. Did you know that I once sang with Neil Patrick Harris? Uh, you once sang with Neil Patrick Harris? I did. True story. My senior year of high school, my concert choir at school... We got to sing in the Candlelight Processional, which is a big thing that they do down in uh, at Epcot and Disney. Um, and so they have a celebrity guest host every like every day. I think there's a different one for like weeks at a time. And a bunch of choirs like you have to audition and you have to be like selected and stuff to go down and sing at that processional. It's a pretty cool event. Um, but my choir got to be there. And so the night that we were there, with a whole bunch of other schools. It wasn't just me, unfortunately. Um, a whole bunch of um, of us were there and we got to sing and he was the narrator for the event. So he was, you know, probably 20, 30 feet in front of me. But but yeah, I got to sing with, he he sang a little bit. He sang with the choir. So it's, it's my fun fact that I often forget about. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, didn't know that one. Question number seven. You ready for this one? I'm ready. How do you say this word? A hedon, hedonistic jingle writer's freewheeling life comes to an abrupt halt when his brother and 10-year-old nephew move into his beachfront house. This would be two and a half men. This would be two and a half <laughs> This was... Uh, 2003 to 2015. Now, this one I know is old. I mean, it lasted forever, but I know that one is old. Yeah. I kept seeing, like, uh, like, how do, like, commercial break or trailers or whatever, you know, when mm, you're watching. Trailer, yeah. Yeah, when you're, like, watching cable and then, like, it pops up and, like, oh, you know, tonight, that's whatever. Yeah. yeah. I bought the show. I've never watched it, but I always saw it. Not, it was trash after... Um, Charlie Sheen left and Ashton Kusher was on. It was trash, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Eight. Pretty sure. I think so. Question. Yeah. Question number eight. And y'all, you've only missed one, so that means just six or seven. My bad. Not bad. All right. In a wacky Rhode Island town, a dysfunctional family strive to cope with everyday life as they are thrown from one crazy scenario to another terrible way to describe this show but i'll read it again in a wacky rhode island town 
A dysfunctional family strive to cope with everyday life as they are thrown from one crazy scenario to another. I'm trying to think of who lived in in, in Rhode Island. I didn't think anyone would ever say anything in Rhode Island. Um, I'm going to say just as a shot in the dark because I genuinely Wait, don't have I'll give idea. you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Animation. That doesn't help. I was going to say Boy Meets World. Uh, so this is an animated TV show, Rhode Island. Uh, I mean, it's probably set around kids. My time has run out. Um, I don't have any idea. I hate the description. I'm so sorry that they had to do this to you. I, family guy. I hate myself for not being able to get that because they are absolutely, I, you know what? I thought they were from Massachusetts. It was not going to make a difference because I was <laughs> definitely not going to get that. Um, but yep. Quahog. Yep. Yep. You know what? It is Quahog Rhode Island, isn't it? Yep. It's okay. That's an awful description of the show because it's very Terrible. random and it's very obscure, like, but Hey, whatever. you know what? I got it wrong. I'm going to miss two. I'm good. Next question. Next question. That would be nine. Yes. Uh, okay. A comedy revolving around a group of teenage friends that are mishaps and their coming of age set in 1970s Wisconsin. Speaking of 70s, and also speaking of Ashton Kutcher, this would be uh, That 70s Show. This would be that '70s show. Good show. Seven for nine. Wow. Yes, sir. You're in the I'm doing, good. I'm doing pretty great. Yeah. Imagine. So. Question 10. 10. Yes. The Winslow family deal with... Oh, my God. That was terribly red. All right. The Winslow family deal with various misadventures, many of them caused by their pesky next-door neighbor, ultra-nerd... Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. Played by actor Jaleel White. Jaleel White. Who had an alter-ego... Stefan Urkel. Stefan Urkel. He was the alter ego of Steve Urkel uh, on the TV show Family Matters. It is Family Matters. Eight for ten, you're looking good. I'm chilling. Well, you're not looking good. You know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, eight for ten. Number 11. An adolescent with two siblings tests his various theories about life as he endures the trials of growing up alongside a good friend. You're going to have to run that back. I didn't catch none of that. (laughs) An adolescent with two siblings tests his various theories about life as he endures the trials of growing up alongside a good friend. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have a clue. This so I'm going to throw out a random TV show. Right. I'm going to name some of the characters and just look at, just, you know, give me the, you know what I'm saying? Topanga, Sean, Mr. Feeney. Okay. They're all on the show, right? 
What's the show name? <laughs> the Boy Meets World. Clarify the answer. It is. Close. Because you're right. It was that is hey, close because you're right. Li- listen, here's the thing. What's crazy is that I was just guessing. And I wanted to say Boy Meets World for like four of these questions already. And this was the only one that I I didn't watch the show. Like, I don't remember anything. I just knew those characters' names. Corey, Sean, Topanga, Mr. Feeney. I literally know their names, nothing about them at all. It was just a guess. I've seen it. I like it. <laughs> I've never seen the scene. I don't think I've watched a single episode in its entirety. But I got it right, so it doesn't matter. And for right. 11. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Going for the best score yet. Number 12. I mean, this is pretty easy. Ellen Morgan is a neurotic bookstore owner who deals with life through comedy and extensive rambling. Who? What's her name? Ellen Morgan is a neurotic bookstore owner who deals with life through comedy and extensive rambling. It ran for four years, so it wasn't the greatest. But it was 18, so. It was top 30, so it was eight, number 18. I Morgan. That name doesn't sound like, like it rings a bell at all. I mean, it will. Take a guess. Nope. Nothing? Nothing. The show is called Ellen by Ellen DeGeneres in 1994. Ran till 1998. What the heck did she have a TV show? In 1994, which okay, ran to that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, my. <laughs> it was, I knew you were going to say that. I, 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 I just... Like, I, I just can't. said it. Like, I'm oh sorry. Oh, my God. <clears throat> now you're 9 for 12? 9 for 12. Yes, Cheney, I'm 9 for 12. Number 13. Sassy sitcom centering on radio and television personality, Mr. Payne, series focuses on his romantic relationship with girlfriend Gina and her best friend Pam and escapades with best friends Tommy and Cole. I have said Mr. Payne and Gina still came up. I was like, you know what? <clears throat> Let me sing you a little bit from the theme song. One, I don't two, think we... three, four. Martin, Martin, Martin. That's it. That's the, yeah, that's it. Martin. That's it? Uh, I I'm okay. right, so you don't have to. You just don't waste my time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's right. It's right. It's right. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, no, no, I know. Um, I, I would not have get it. I, it, it took me a while. Once you started listing all the character names, I was like, oh, now that sounds like something I know. But without that, I don't think I would have gotten. Number fourteen. Ten. Okay. Ten for thirteen. Wow. Correct. That's not bad. It's not bad. I'm doing pretty good. Tia Landry and Tamara Campbell are twins separated at birth who learn of each other's existence and come together as teenagers. They run together. They they meet each other and and run into each other in a shopping mall, in a clothing store. That's how they meet. 
So dad and one daughter and mom and the other daughter happened to back into each other at a clothing store while they're shopping and they turn around and face each other and and that's how they meet and realize, oh my God, I have a twin, someone who looks just like me. In the TV show, sister, sister, never knew. Is that what happened in the show? That's that's what happens in the show. So they just pulled that and then put it into Twitches. Twitches, same thing. Correct. So wow. So um, that that's how the show starts, and then like they do. Mom and Dad get back together. Something happens where they like lived. I'm pretty sure they live together. The sisters do, and it's it's a I, I missed that show. That was one of my favorites growing up. Okay. Anyways, uh, great theme song by the way. If you're looking at TV show theme songs, eleven. So you're already above that. Eleven for fourteen. I'm above it. I'm you know. I mean, here, baby. yeah, eleven for fourteen. What's the highest? Like twelve. So I mean, I think twelve this, with Seth. I think Seth high. had the. If you get this one, you'll probably tie. So let's see if I just had a panic attack that I never hit record, but we're good. Oh no, you hit you hit record yet? Yeah, you good? <laughs> I was a little nervous. Oh uh, okay. <clears throat> you're probably gonna get this, so you're welcome. The satiric, is that right? Satiric. satiric. We went over this. <laughs> I keep why do I keep saying that. Because the word is the noun form is satire, yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, satiric adventures of a working class family. Every TV show ever, Jamie. Fine, fine. I'll finish the sentence. Whatever. Oh, okay. The satiric adventures of a working class family in the Misfit City. Oh, Springfield. Adventures of a working class family in the misfit city of Springfield. This is not animated, right? It is. It is. American Dad. Is that your final answer? It has to be, even though I realized that was not from the 1990s, probably not from the 2000s. It's not from the 90s. You're, the you're, freaking Simpsons. You're kidding me. Springfield. Mm. So you stayed at 11 for 15. The it's freaking Simpsons. Such a sad case. It's such a sad case. <sighs> this has been another episode of Afro Latino. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not bad. You got one. I didn't tie the high score with the freaking Simpsons, bro. You got one more than we usually get, which is fairly good. The Simpsons, though, Cheney. You 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 lose with the Simpsons. Like, come on. That could be possibly. I I just did not. Springfield did not click until I said the wrong answer. (laughs) He said, "Archer, wait." But you already no, said it. So I, I said American Dad, not Archer. But same is thing. that is that old? Wait, is Archer it, is very new. Archer is is American probably, is American Dad like Family Guy? Yeah, it's Family Guy without the. You know how like every joke that Family Guy makes, they do a cutaway to another like thing. Yeah, 
it's without that. Okay. I actually prefer American Dad to Family Guy. I've never watched either one, and I'm okay without them. So, American Dad started in 2005. So Thank you guys been... for watching. Oh, um, okay. You're just gonna ignore no, me. Okay, no, that's fine. I didn't. Oh my gosh, the, the Detroit Lions and uh, Matthew Stafford are going to be uh, parting ways, which throws a oh my. Where the hell this is throws a know? this throws a wrench in all of the trade plans in all of the draft plans because the Lions have like the fourth what fourth pick Justin Field they'll be need a cornerback. This Justin is a Fields. great conversation for another podcast. for another episode. Yeah. Oh not a whole other podcast. I mean we can create an old podcast, but it'd be That's, irrelevant. You know we gotta find it. I, I would like to venture and find something uh, another thing, but we got we got time for that. It, it'll be no, we don't need anything else. What's wrong with you? Of course, of course, we do. There's never enough content in the world. But anyway, this has been an, a fantastic episode of Afro Latinos uh, with your co-host Alvin and Chandler. Please make sure to check us out on Facebook and on YouTube at Afro Latinos, as well as Anchor, and where all digital plat uh, digital podcasts can be found. Uh, this has been a pleasure. And everyone, have a good day. Goodbye. <laughs>